Hey everyone, and welcome to the Rookie Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number 26. Y'all, I just finished my goal planning for 2019, and I have to tell you, I'm a little intimidated. I'm sure you were waiting for me to say, oh, like I'm so excited, and I can't wait to get started. There's just so much fun up ahead. Like, I'm a little intimidated. Not because the goals that I've set for myself are way out of reach, but because once I put everything out on paper, I realized that everything's actually doable as far as all my goals go for next year. And that kind of freaks me out. Like, but why am I still scared? But I know what it is. It's that self-doubt just trying to creep in and take over and start planting seeds. So today, I thought I'd talk about goals for 2019 and how to overcome that silly voice inside your head that's telling you, you're just dreaming way too big. Or asking you, who do you think you are to make that kind of money in your business? Woof! Just buckle up, rookies, because today is going to be a tough ride. But if you're new to the rookie life, welcome. Let me tell you the other fun things we talk about here on the podcast. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to find that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. This episode is sponsored by Rookie Podcasting, the perfect course for a beginner podcaster. Whether you're starting from ground zero or you already have a live show, the information in this course is designed to help you in the first five months of your podcast. In this course, you'll learn the strategies I use to start my podcast, capture an audience of raving fans, and reach a thousand downloads in under five months. But unfortunately, the doors aren't open anymore for 2018. What I've done is created a wait list. So if you're interested in podcasting or learning what it takes to start a podcast, go to crystalprofit.com slash rookie podcasting where you can join the wait list for 2019. I'm so excited for the course to open up again, but for now, I'm serving the customers that are already in there. But I don't want any of you that are interested in podcasting to miss out on the opportunity to know when the doors open again. So that's crystalprofit.com slash rookie podcasting. Hey rookies, and welcome back to episode number 26. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know a couple of things. The first is that I want to remind you that we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, then visit crystalprofit.com podcast. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's and two T's, and then you can check out the show notes for any of the episodes that we've had. You'll also find social media links for our guests, and you can continue to follow them in their journey. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some really exciting things coming up around the corner, and I cannot wait to share them with you. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show on iTunes. We just did another giveaway, and y'all... 
It is so much fun doing these giveaways. We're going to be choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars, but here's what you have to do to be considered. You have to leave a comment on what you think of the show. And here's some things that I've kind of thrown out as um, some comments that you can leave for us. Tell other people what you think about the show. Tell me the topics that you want us to talk about here on The Rookie Life. Or just leave a comment of which episode is your favorite. But you have to leave a comment to be considered for one of the drawings. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay, now that we've gotten all the business stuff out of the way, let's talk about setting big goals for 2019. Okay, so if you've been here with me on the podcast for a while, or you've seen my Facebook Lives, or you follow me on social media, or you look at the website, then you know I'm a goal setter. I have to set goals for myself, even if it's just, I'm going to do the laundry today. Because I'm an intrinsically motivated person. Like, I was hardwired in my mother's womb to be able to motivate myself to do just about anything I set my mind to if I know what my goal is. But first of all, let's, before we get into all the motivational stuff, like, let's talk about the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation because this is really important. And I honestly didn't realize this about myself or others until we opened up this conversation about motivation and goal setting and just everything related with having an online business or starting something from scratch because there are lots of doubtful moments and depending on how you are wired, the type of motivation that you best respond to um, is really important. So let's just dive right into these real quick and then I promise I have something super, super important that I'm really excited to share with you. Okay, so intrinsic motivation means that you're born being a naturally motivated person. So your parents didn't have to tell you more than once to do something most of the time. This was me most of the time. When it came to cleaning my room, I, I, there was a lot of clutter in my life. Like, I wasn't necessarily like a dirty child, but I was the one that had clothes everywhere, all over the floor. There were toys everywhere. Like, I was that, it was very chaotic. Another example of an intrinsic motivation is you push yourself harder when you know there's a task that needs to be done. You keep going longer because you know that if you can just stick with it, it's going to pay off in the end. And this can be related to sports, education, work, whatever. But basically, you don't need someone standing over you telling you how important your goals are. You just know. You know what you want and you make it happen. So that's someone who is intrinsically motivated. Now, extrinsic motivation is just the opposite. Extrinsic motivation comes from an outside force happening on you or to you. So a great example of this is a coach. And I remember being in basketball and I had an awesome coach, like shout out Coach K, like you know who I'm talking about, who knew exactly how to push us to be better and to get better. But I hated her tactics. Like I absolutely hated it. I have so much respect for this woman, but oh my gosh, she made us run so so much and I know like in hindsight as an adult looking back on these years like I can see how running 
more and getting faster and building up your endurance makes for a better basketball player. But as a winded, pretty chubby seventh grader, I absolutely hated this. I hated it. I was never really a fast runner, so it took me twice as long to finish our required running than it did my quicker teammates. Even when coach would come, like, come yelling at us, like, come on, go faster. You just need to keep going, keep pushing yourself. It wasn't really her words that fueled me to keep going. It was the thought of letting my teammates down for finishing too slow. Or thinking about quitting and then telling myself, we don't quit, you are not a quitter. But her tactics of motivating us were extrinsic. She was coaching us to be a better basketball team. So, in a nutshell, intrinsic comes from the inside and extrinsic comes from the outside. So think about that for a minute when you start thinking about how you're going to plan your goals for 2019. Are you motivated from yourself? Either from you want to accomplish something or the desires that are in your heart? Or are you motivated by external factors like recognition, money, or awards? One of these aren't really better than the other. It's just the way that we're motivated. Like you shouldn't apologize for being extrinsically motivated by money. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to make money. You want to provide for your family. And there's nothing wrong with that. But here's a good example. I'm intrinsically motivated when it comes to achieving most of my goals. Until we start talking about money. Money motivates me. Whether I'm making it or not, money or lack thereof, motivates me to keep trying new things and looking at new opportunities. So those are the two types of motivation um, I want you to be thinking about as we go along this journey of um, goal setting in 2019. And I'm actually going to walk you through the process I just recently did because it's fresh on my mind and I think that it offers so, so much value. But the reason we're talking about goal setting today is because, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I just recently did this and I want to walk you through the process that I just completed. So if you don't already know about her, I'm going to introduce you to a female entrepreneur that is taking names and kicking some major butt in the online world. And while it is a dream of mine to have her on this podcast one day... She's not here yet. So we're just going to talk about her like she is, you know, she's listening. I'm having coffee with her. And I'm just going to tell you the things that she's taught me, even though she's not present with me in this room or on the podcast. Maybe one day, like I said, cross your fingers. But this is Amy Porterfield. And for time's sake, I won't go into all the million and one things that she's taught me about having an online business But I will share with you all the tools that have helped me get very, very clear on my goals in 2019. So she has this great, it's an absolutely free tool. Um, She gives away so much great free content, free videos, podcasts. Like she has all this amazing stuff. But she has this one thing in particular that I want to talk about today. So if you go to amyporterfield.com slash 2019 roadmap amyporterfield.com slash 2019 roadmap and I'm going to have this in the show notes and you know don't worry about don't worry about writing that down right now or going and grabbing it unless you just want to follow along as we talk about it but I'm going to go through um, everything that I learned walking through this process 
And y'all, this is gold. Gold. Like, it is the best Christmas present, the best birthday present, like, whatever. Like, it, this stuff is so, so good. And you can do it absolutely by yourself. You can do it with your business partner. You can do it with your spouse. You can do you can do it alone if you want to. But this has really helped set me up for 2019. Like, I feel ready. And I've set goals in the past, and I felt kind of like, okay, like, this is a good idea. But no, like, I have a plan, and I am so excited about it. But I wanted to share with you some of my aha moments I had while I went through this entire process. And hopefully, if you've just started an online business in the last year or so, or you're thinking about starting an online business, like, you can relate to some of these things that I'm going to share with you because I'm kind of going a little more behind the scenes than I usually do. So bear with me. Here we go. Okay. So like I said, amyporterfield.com slash 2019 roadmap. What this is, is just a great way for you to set yourself up for 2019. And I'm not going to go through the entire thing. You can go grab it, download it. I encourage it. Go check out all the other great tools that she has. But I want to specifically share my aha moments. So the first thing that she suggests is if this is your first or even your second year of business, don't try to plan out the entire year. And, you know, I'm like super overachiever. I'm like, I'm going to plan out January 1 to December 31st, 2019, and it's going to be done with. And that's honestly what I thought going into this. But guys, like, this is no, like, oh, I'm going to sit down for a few minutes and it's going to, you know, take me 30 minutes and my whole year is going to be planned. No. This took me four hours and I was lucky, lucky to get to June of next year. So, um, and that's actually what she suggests in the, in the workbook. It says, take an entire day to plan. An entire day. And for me, you know, that was, that was pretty much my whole day of, you know, the office hours that I have here at home. So it took me about four, maybe four and a half hours to do all this. And she also suggests planning with someone who knows your business. And that's like I suggested earlier, you can do this with someone else. You don't have to do this alone. Um, I did this by myself, so I know it can be done. But um, I could see how having someone to kind of bounce ideas off of, would be great if you have that in your business or you know someone that knows your world. So I don't suggest just having your best friend over for a cup of coffee and y'all can talk about things that are in the online world and she doesn't live in the online world because you will find yourself explaining a million things and you will get frustrated and she will get frustrated and then it just, it's not fun for anybody. So if you don't have someone to bounce ideas off of that they know this industry or they know your industry, do it by yourself. I promise. It can be done. But okay, so she goes into seven steps. And the first one is brainstorming your opportunities and all of your big dreams. And like I said, I'm not going to go into all the stuff that she, um, there's a lot of questions and examples like to ask yourself. But this was really fun for me because I am, I'm trying to decide if I'm more of a creative person or 
a structured person. Like, I feel like I'm right in the middle of the spectrum. When people say, like, oh, I'm super disorganized and I'm, I have a million ideas and I'm a creative person. And then there's the other, like, I love spreadsheets and I love organization and symmetry. Like, I feel like I don't belong on either of the opposite spectrum. Like, I feel like I fall right in the middle. Like, I like organized chaos, if that's a thing. I mean, like, I know organized chaos is a thing. I live in it every single day. But um, but I don't really know where I fall on the spectrum. But I love my husband. He got this for me, and I absolutely love it. It's so awesome. I actually have two of them. That's a long story. But um, I asked him to order me a whiteboard. Y'all, this is a humongous whiteboard, like the kind you'd see in, like, a conference room. Like, it's a huge whiteboard on our wall. And actually, when it showed up, it was bent. And I told him, and so he contacted the comp- the company that he got it off of Amazon, and they're like, oh, we're so sorry. And they just sent us another one, like, free of charge. So now I have these two huge whiteboards in our office, and I love them. I absolutely love them. Like, I use them all the time. And so um, when I was brainstorming, I had one that's on the ground because we haven't hung. We only have one up on the wall, but we have one on the ground. And I was using that one for my reference for my dates. So I have January, February, March, April, May on on one of the whiteboards. And I'd kind of scribble like, okay, this is what I think I want to happen here. This is what I want to do here. But the one that's on the wall, when she said, okay, brainstorm all of your ideas, all of your opportunities. And she says, basically, like, if you could wave a magic wand, a genie in a bottle appears and says, okay, I'm going to grant your business wishes and you can't fail, what would you do? And this was, like I said at the beginning, it was kind of scary because you have a lot of these ideas. I don't know about you. This is me. I don't want to project my thoughts onto you, but I have a good feeling that this is probably most of us is you have these desires in your heart that live there. And there are these dreams and these goals, but you don't often, or I don't often, say them out loud. And I don't mean to like to other people. I consider writing them down, saying them out loud. Like moving from the space between your ears, you know, in your mind, to something where someone else could read it or someone else could listen to it or it could just be exposed out into the world. Like, I don't I don't share everything. And so I really, when I sat down and thought, okay, I'm going into this process. I really want to make this work. I want to make this happen. Like, I'm just going to be very vulnerable and just put it all out there. That's what I did. And maybe that's why it scares me a little bit to put all these thoughts and just these dreams out on paper. But y'all, like, I feel like I can see it now. Like, it's not just this lofty dream that'll happen in 10 years. Like, I realized there's some things that I can make happen in the next six months, and it feels amazing. So, so amazing to do that. So, I really encourage you, like, if you're going to go through this process and you're doing this brainstorming, think really big. Like, don't be afraid to think really big because... When you put it out on paper and you can see it, then you can go through the rest of the steps to figure out what you need to do to get there. So step one is brainstorming all of your opportunities. 
And then step number two is deciding on your non-negotiable things. So this kind of confused me a little bit. I'm like, what? Like non-negotiables? Like everything has to happen in my life. You know, everything that I'm currently doing needs to happen. But I've been listening to um, Rachel Hollis. She has a live video channel. I don't know what you call it. It's like a live morning show. I think that's what they call it. Um, But I watch her and her husband Dave almost every day on Instagram. And I think they have it on Facebook too. But they're so funny. Oh my God. They're so funny and just very real and honest. And I really appreciate that about them. But one of the things that she talks about is not volunteering for her kid's school. And she says... I know I'm going to get some ugly notes. I know people are going to send me nasty letters about this. They're going to tell me I'm a terrible mom, but I don't. She's like, I don't volunteer at my kid's school. She said she doesn't like it. You know, she loves her kids and she shows up for them in different ways, but she does not volunteer at the school. And to have another mom who works who's built an amazing business and an amazing reputation for herself, like to have her say that, like that really, really gives life to people like me. I have three kids who are very active, very involved, and um, just doing a lot of different things. And that mom guilt starts creeping in. Like, oh, I've got to do this. I need to be the team mom. I need to be the room mom because I stay at home technically And I feel like I have to do all this explaining to other people or even to my husband sometimes, you know, when I told him I didn't want to be the room mom for one of my kids' classes. And he was like, oh, really? Why not? And I just, like, that just kind of piled on the guilt. Like, well, maybe I should. Like, does that make me a bad mom if I don't want to do that? And I I think part of me didn't want to say, I don't want to do it because I don't like it. Like, I don't want to like volunteer my time to go up there and, you know, rip out worksheets and, you know, stand and watch people. Like they started this new thing at our school where they have um, monitors for PE, like for the kindergartners. I'm like, what? Like I've never, never heard of this in my life. And I think it's a long story short, like they're short staffed on people to help watch the kids. And kindergarten is usually the busiest because someone falls down, gets a scrape, needs a Band-Aid, all these things. And, um... I just have no desire to do that. I have no desire. And I felt bad about feeling that way. And then I heard Rachel saying that, like she doesn't do it. And I thought, God bless her. That was such a gift to hear that from someone else because that's something. So when we talk about deciding on your non-negotiables, I'm not going to do anything in 2019 that doesn't excite me to my core. That doesn't just make me light up when it comes to helping with the kids' stuff. Like, if there's an awesome field trip, you bet you. Like, I will be there volunteering, helping out, doing whatever I can. But I'm not going to volunteer for every single thing. And I'm not going to feel bad about it either. I think that having that mom guilt lifted off of me, like, I feel like a million pounds are gone. I really do. And I know that's so silly To have that, to say that, but maybe that's something you needed to hear too. That you don't have to do all these things just because you believe it's expected of you. Or someone else told you 
you need to do this or you're a terrible mom. Like, don't think that for one second. So that's one of my non-negotiables for 2019. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do something with the kids unless it just absolutely sets my heart on fire for their school stuff. And then another one, and this is kind of funny, but I already told Seth about this. But I told him, I said, okay, non-negotiable is we are going to have a date night at least once a month. Once a month. Like, that's going to be a non-negotiable. It's not once a week. It's not every other day. It is once a month. And he told me, and we're so funny. Y'all, y'all, we are just the cheapest people you've ever met in your life. But he told me, he was like, well, that can be kind of expensive. And that I told him, I was like, that's the same thing I thought. Because we have three kids. Like, it's expensive to pay a babysitter for three kids and go out to dinner and a movie. Like, before you know it, you know, you've spent like $300, $400 really quickly and that's like you know it's craziness so we're like man you know what what else can we do and then I suggested I said well I can come up to your work and have lunch with you we can have a day date you know when Neilan's at school and it's just me like I can we can totally make this work and he was like yeah that sounds awesome so that's one of our non-negotiables for 2019 we're gonna have one date every single month 12 dates a year. Like, we can absolutely commit to that. And hopefully we'll do more than that, but I want to make that a non-negotiable. Like, it's going to happen every single month. Okay, so number three is really when it gets, like, intense. So if you don't have your own business or you're not starting a business or anything like that, this doesn't apply to you. But number three is declare your number. So how much money do you want to make in 2019? And she has like, it's part of the worksheet and it says, I want to make X amount of dollars by the end of 2019. And y'all, I've done this before. You know, I've said, oh, I want to make at least $1,000 a month in my business, you know, by the end of the year. Or I want to make $50,000 in a year. Or I want to do this. Or I want to do that. And it has failed basically for the last three or four years because I did not take it seriously. And I think it's also because I haven't been as focused as I feel right now. So putting this number down, like it kind of just made me nervous because I'm like, this actually might be doable this year because I just, I feel it. I feel more focused. I feel like I have I have more of a target audience that I'm talking to. I have more of an idea of actually what I'm doing. Like, we talk about rookie stuff all the time. Like, I'm constantly learning. Like, that's not a show. I'm absolutely 100% learning something new every single day, whether it's through a podcast or whatever. So, I'm just constantly trying to think of new things and new ideas and ways that I can make this business just really take off. So to declare that number and like actually think this is going to happen for me, it scares me. And I think that that's a good thing. It's a good thing because that just means it's more real to me. And I finally feel like I have some skin in the game. Before the last few years, I hadn't really made a lot of an investment financially into my business. And now I've invested in certain um products that I use, um, certain subscriptions that I have like every month, you know, it's like, Hey, we're paying for our email service provider and our web service provider. And I'm playing, um, paying for, um, 
the online store that I have. So, I mean, there's a lot more skin in the game now. So I kind of have to back it up and it's kind of put a little pressure on me and I like it. Like, it's not a bad thing. I think it's pushing me to really, I got to try harder. I have to actually try. Like, I have to take myself more serious and I think that's exactly what I needed. So when you declare your number, just think of it that way. Like, what are you going to make in 2019? And then let's talk about how we're going to get there. So step number four, oh, and this is the step that I really, really dreaded. But it was looking back to move forward. So Amy wanted us to look at all the things that we've accomplished in 2018 so we can move forward in 2019. This is your jumping off point. This is your ground zero, if you want to call it that. Like how many email subscribers do you have? How many followers do you have on social media? How much money did you make this year? How much were your expenses? How much was your total income? And um, yeah, I was in the negative. Let's just go ahead and throw that out right now. Because like I said, I didn't really take myself that serious this past year. Up until probably the last six months, I really just wasn't focused on um, growing and doing anything that produced money because I still had no idea what I was doing. So um, yeah, I didn't. I was in the red. But the things that cost me money this year were investments. Like, I don't look at them as, oh, I wasted money on going to the business boutique or I wasted money on purchasing the Elite Blog Academy course or, you know, doing these personal development things that really helped me so much. Like, so, like, they kind of just woke me up, to be honest. If I wouldn't have invested money into these things, I'd probably still be spinning my wheels right now. So, yes... I'm in the red for 2018, but it's not a bad thing. And it just helps me go forward even more, you know, like focus on the things that I'm going to accomplish. Like I'm not going to be in the red at the end of 2019. That's just not going to happen. It's not an option for me. But I also have to look back and reflect on all the awesome things that happened in 2018. I started a podcast. I figured out how to start a podcast. And then I created a course just for podcasting. I joined an amazing blogging community that I've kind of sat on the outside, you know, like sat on the sidelines and watched for a long time. I saw a lot of people having a lot of success with this program. And I just thought, I just don't know if that's for me. It's really expensive. But I put the money up and it's made all the difference in the world. So I think that you have to invest in yourself to move forward. And one of the questions that I really appreciated that, um, that Amy asked, well, it was several questions, but one of them was, you know, what did you love creating this year? And of course, it was the podcast. Like, number one, this thing right here is amazing. It is so much fun. Like, I I just love it. I love it so much. I love talking about podcasting. I love being on other people's podcasts. I just, I love this platform and this way of communicating with other people. It's just so cool. It's so much fun. So that's like the number one thing for me. Like, what did I love in 2018? For sure was the podcast. 
And then she asks, well, what did you hate? What, what was difficult? What was hard in 2018? And I got to be honest with you, like the number one thing that I just hated this year was forced blog post. So I've been blogging for a long time. Um, I guess I've been blogging for about four years now and I've kind of just been dabbling with it, not being very serious about it or just kind of throwing stuff up, um, which I would consider a lot of my previous posts to be, you know, mediocre. Like they're not amazing. Some of them are, some of them are really good, but most of the time, like the average post that I've put up is probably, meh, it's okay. And um, I hated it. Like I hated that forced posting like okay like I gotta get something up it's Thursday there's no blog post there's supposed to be a blog post on Thursday like I have to put it up I hated that so I'm really changing that up in 2019 like I only I still want to blog but I want to do it in a way that makes me happy and makes me not dislike it because it is fun I like to write but I don't like that pressure of there's a deadline You have to put it up, even if it's not great, like you have to do it. So I'm really changing that in 2019. And one of the things that, um, one of the other questions I really appreciated was, you know, what was difficult? And bottom line, like growing my email list. So as an online business, I've heard from Amy and like a million other people that, you know, your email list is very important. And I've really struggled with this for the last few years. Like I've tried different strategies to grow my list and it hasn't worked. And so in 2019, like that's going to be one of my top goals. Like for sure, like top three goals, that is up there for maybe even the top two goals that is up there. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's step number four. I'm like taking way too long on this one, but I'm um, looking back to move forward. So take a look at your year and see, you know, what, what you liked, what you didn't like and what you can change for the next year. Okay. So step number five is the calendar planning. And she broke this up into two different phases. The first one is deciding how you'll make money in 2019. And then phase two is actually opening your calendar and putting these dates to make it happen. Okay, so phase number one, like how are you going to make money in 2019? And um, Amy actually had another video where she recently talked about being horizontal instead of going vertical. And the concept behind this is that stick with one to like Five things tops. Like, don't spread yourself so thin between so many different things. You know, you have an ebook and you have a course and you have a podcast and you have a blog and you have this and you have that. Like, too many things going on at one time because you can't really focus on the most important things. So, she suggests so that's being vertical. So, Amy suggests being horizontal instead for a longer period of time. And for me, what that looks like in 2019 is promoting my rookie podcasting course, which is the online course that I did in December, like November, December is when I promoted it. It's closed right now, but I plan to open it again in January. And then I'm going to launch another smaller course that goes with that. But it's actually, I realize y'all, that rookie podcasting like, is so intense that I realized maybe not everyone needs 
all of this information because it goes through a marketing plan and finding your target market and a launch plan and showing you how to set everything up. Like some people may not want all of that. Maybe you already know like who your market is and who you're talking to and you just want to know like the technical aspects of podcasting. So I'm going to make like a shorter version like Rookie Podcasting 101 or something. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. This kind of sounds like a good idea, but mini, maybe mini rookie podcasting. I don't know. But anyway, I want to launch like a smaller version and then that's about it. Like, I think I want to make 2019 the year of the podcast for me because like I said earlier, I had so much fun doing this. I had so much fun this year. Like sitting here, talking to you, recording these episodes then promoting the episodes and talking about them and inviting guests and meeting new people and talking to people that are trying to figure out podcasting. Like, this is my jam, y'all. Like, this is so much fun to me. So I want to continue to find ways to make money with podcasting and how I can do it teaching people how to podcast because this is just so much fun for me. And so now that I know, you know, what I want to focus on in 2019, Amy suggests, like, the phase two part of it is planning it all out. So what I did is I created a calendar in Google Docs because I have my Google Calendar, but because I didn't really know how everything was going to work, I didn't want to go in there and mess with my Google Calendar because it has, you know, our family stuff and the kids' activities and all that. So I wanted to get it kind of like a rough draft in a Google cal- like so if you have a Google Calendar or Google Sheets or Google Doc like any of that you can go into Google Sheets and they have templates at the top and you click on like the plus button and you can just type in calendar and that'll pop up like three or four different options for whatever kind of calendar you want to use but I used one where I could plan out when I'm going to launch my podcast courses And when I'm going to work on other content for my blog, I'd like to speak on stage next year, um, more so than I did this year. And then, so um, I'm looking at my calendar right now. I have the big whiteboard, the one that's leaning against the wall. I have that one and I I can see it. So it says in January, I'm going to launch my course and the smaller courses. That's all I'm going to do in January. Yes, I'm still going to podcast, but these are my big goals. Then in February, I want to create more templates and more tools to give away to people. Like, you need a checklist for this. You want to, you know, a video that'll walk you through that. Like, I want to create more free, awesome content that I know people are just, they they want to get their hands on it because they're curious to learn. They're just like me, rookies. Like, I know, like, y'all are just like me. And you want to know, how does this work? How does a podcast work? How does, how do you connect to iTunes? How do you get this set up? How much does all this cost? Like you just want to know. And then in March, like I'd like to speak on stage at least once in March. And then in April, I have want to relaunch the course again. So that goes back to Amy talking about being horizontal. Like I'm going to keep the course. I'm not going to go out and develop five more courses. I'm going to stick with this one course all next year. That scares me. Like it really does. Like it makes me uncomfortable To think of just focusing on one thing for an entire year. Like, I'll admit it. It does. Because I'm that, like, I got squirrels in my brain. Like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Oh, there's a shiny thing over there. Oh, look, you can really write a new book. Look, why don't you go start another podcast? Oh, look, here's a cool blog idea. Let's go do that. 
if you listen to my last episode and you heard, um, or it might have been two episodes ago. Yeah, it was two episodes ago where I talked about the crazy ideas I've had in the last four years. Like, those are the squirrels in my brain. Like, oh, we could create a web design course. You could create a course on the best way to manage your time as a mom of three boys. Like, there's a million ideas all the time in my brain, but I'm going to focus on one next year, and it scares me. Like, that is just the God's honest truth. And so I just wanted to share that. Like, it's just, so this is part of, this is me. This is the rookie in me. This is me being raw and real with y'all, but, you know, just... Maybe I'm just asking, like, say a prayer for me (laughs) in 2019 that I, like, kind of go through this still with this one focus. Because I really honestly believe that it can make a difference. Focusing on this one, one thing can help propel me to the next level that I've wanted to go to for so long. Okay, so let's move on to step number six. So how do you need to show up? And this is something that I don't really feel like I struggle with, but maybe it's somewhere where you need to um, take some time and really read through all of her notes that she has. But it's like, you know, how are you going to step up your game in 2019? I already wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Maybe I need to wake up at 4.30. I don't know because I feel like I do this really well as far as showing up, ready to go, ready to work my butt off. But um, I haven't always been this way. So I understand if, you know, this is a struggle for you. Because it is. Like, it's a habit. It's a habit of showing up ready to work, setting those boundaries with your friends, your family, your kids, your dog. I mean, like, shutting the office doors and keeping Wally out right now. (laughs) Like, so he, and he's just, like, kind of staring at me through the glass. But it's like, you know, setting those boundaries that really just help you go to the next level. Like it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. So how are you going to show up for your goals in 2019? Okay. And then step number seven is get into action. So this is when you can just take all of your dreams and all your ideas and run with them. Just run with them. You have everything planned out. You know what you're going to do. You know how much money you're, you want to make. Like you have that goal in mind, even if it's $1,000 in an entire year, even if it's $100,000 this next year, you know, you know what you want to make. You know what you want to accomplish. So go out there and do it. Go do it. Like if you need a permission slip, if you need someone to tell you like it's okay to dream really big dreams, here it is my friend. Rookie, go out there and make those things happen. You were given those dreams for a purpose. Like I'm a firm believer in like all the things, all the desires of our heart. Like that is God telling you, I've given you these gifts. Go do something with them. And I hope that you're inspired to feel that way too. Because I believe in you. And I believe that you have something amazing to offer this world And I hope that you can find out what that is and figure out a way to get your message out into the world. But that does it for episode 26. So remember to check out the show notes, subscribe to the show, and go grab that 2019 roadmap. Like, it is a game changer. 
Be sure to also leave a review. I will see you in 2019. But stay tuned for next week's show. And remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere.